Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are going to continue in John chapter 5. And let me remind you of where we are in the story so far. The story so far in John chapter 5 is that we have we have followed Jesus as he's healed a man who's been lame for 38 years. This man was waiting by the pool of Bethesda, and he was, he was hoping that he could get into the waters when they were... Uh, spiritually or, or angelically stirred and he's been waiting and waiting and waiting. Well, Jesus heals this man. This man does what Jesus instructs. He picks up his mat and he walks. And at this point, the Jewish leaders, they, they find this man walking, which is amazing. He's been, he's been invalid for 38 years, but they focus in on the reality that he is violating the, uh, the regulations, the man-made regulations that have been laid upon the Sabbath. See, Jesus healed this man on the Sabbath. And so they, they ask him, who told you that you should uh, you should walk and carry your mat? And the man says, well, I don't know. I'm just doing what the man told me to do. And so uh, the next thing we find is that Jesus comes to this man and he warns him not to, not to sin because there's a worse fate that could happen to him beyond being being invalid, which is the fate of e- eternal separation from God, the fate of eternal damnation. Well, the man, uh, it seems like he doesn't heed Jesus' warning. And he ends up going to the Jewish religious leaders and telling, it's, it, it was Jesus. It was Je- Jesus is the one who, who healed me. And Jesus is the one who told me to carry my mat, which violates your laws. Well, uh, our text ended with this understanding that this is why the Jews were uh, desiring to persecute Jesus because, because of this healing on the Sabbath. Well, now, now what we have is Jesus' response. And Jesus is not a, he does not give a response of saying, well, hold on guys, you, you misunderstood. Let me, let me explain. Let me, let me be really gentle here. Jesus gives a, 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 an explanation. In this explanation, here's what I want us to see. It reminds us of the purpose of his healing of the man in the first place. See, John uses the word, not miracle, but the word sign. When Jesus heals this man on the Sabbath, this is meant to be a signpost directing us to know the true identity of Jesus. Well, let's jump into the text. John chapter 5, verses 17 and 18. But Jesus answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. Now, this is why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him. Because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Now, this is, this is where the, uh, the ante gets upped, right? Because here's what, here's what we have. Jesus, the first thing he says, he says, my father is working until now. His point here is that God the father, God's always working. Even on the Sabbath, God is not like, he doesn't like punch out and, and he can't be reached. He doesn't turn his cell phone off and you, you, can't, you, you can't connect with him. He doesn't stop. Now, I understand on the Sabbath, the Lord rested. But this is a rest that it doesn't mean that all of a sudden he stops holding the universe together. The entire universe is held together by God. He is the creator. He is the sustainer. And so Jesus says, my father's working even now. He's working on the Sabbath. The father does good things on the Sabbath. And so Jesus says, my father is working now and I am working. Well, here's, here's where things get interesting. Jesus in this moment, he says, you know what? The father's working on the Sabbath to do good. And now he says, it's not just the father. 
he's my father. The Jews understand that, that by calling God his own father, he's making himself equal with God. Here's what he says. The father's working and I am intimately connected with him because I am the second member of the triune God. I am the, the one and only begotten son. I am the, the word we saw in John chapter one, who was in the beginning with God, who is God and all things were made through me. This is who Christ is. This is his point here. And so he heals on the Sabbath, strike one. He calls God his father, strike two. And he, he makes it abundantly clear that the father's working and I'm working because I'm God also, strike three. Because of this, the Jews don't simply want to persecute him. They want to kill him. He is making it abundantly clear that he is the divine son of God, that he is God in the flesh. This is the signpost. This is, this is the unmistakable signpost. This is a, a neon light flashing with an arrow pointing right at Jesus saying, he is the divine son of God. The Jewish leaders, they know this. This is why they say, he, we need to take him out. If this is not true, then this is blasphemy. This, this would be blasphemy if this were not true. You see, this, this reminds us of the identity of Jesus. And here's, here's what I want us to understand so clearly today. That every religion, every cult, every uh, person who takes the Bible, they hold it in front of themselves, but they diminish Jesus in his identity. They claim that he is not divine. They claim that he is not, in fact, God. They are aligning themselves with these Jewish leaders. They are aligning themselves with this, this diminutive view of Jesus, this small view of Jesus. This, they're missing the signposts. They're missing Jesus in his self-revelation. He heals this man on the Sabbath so that he can show that he is the divine son of God. See, this is our ancient way for our modern day. Our ancient way for our modern day is to have it so crystal clear in our mind of who Christ is. Remember John's goal is that you will believe in the son of God and by believing you will have life in him. That, that you will believe in Jesus. Well, you have to know who Jesus truly is. You have to know his actual identity. And, and Jesus is making it clear. He is the divine son of God. So let me ask you are, you, are you diminishing Jesus in any way? Are you heretical in your diminishing of Jesus? Are you thinking of Jesus as only human, but not truly human and truly man? If that's you, let this text change your perspective. Let it change your mind. See Jesus as the divine son of God. But maybe you're not heretically saying, well, Jesus is only a man. No, maybe maybe you, you're orthodox. Maybe you have the understanding Jesus is God and Jesus is man, truly both at the same time. But maybe you're kind of just, I don't know, like casual, like cavalier, like, like you know, oh, Jesus, yeah, he, I'm cool with Jesus, but then you go and you do your own thing. No, if you are cool with Jesus, if you have trusted in his death and resurrection, then you understand that he is the one who, he, he deserves all glory and praise. He is the one that deserves your affection and your allegiance and your obedience. This is who he is, and this is our ancient way for our modern day. Our ancient way for our modern day is to make much of Christ, not just in right belief, but in right action, in right living. This is our ancient way for our modern day.